BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in the latest episode of the Five on the Floor show here on the Five Reason Sports Network. Make sure to check out Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app. Search for Nothing But Net. You'll find us every day from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. Also, check out FiveReasonSports.com. Just because the heat season has ended does not mean that our sweatshop is over with. That's where Brady Hawk, our 17-year-old superstar, is posting two or three stories a day. I promise you, he's doing this on his own. So make sure you check it out on fivereasonsports.com. Also, all the latest on Tua playing for the Dolphins, the Canes being 11th now in both major polls. Panthers, obviously, are making some moves in the offseason. We'll see what else happens there. And the Marlins just fired Michael Hill. All of that is on fivereasonsports.com and all of it for free. We do not put a paywall there and make you pay to read content. Also check out my new show, the five reasons sports hour. That's on something new called onside radio.com. We actually just launched that today. I did my first episode there. Make sure you check that out every day, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. I will have only five reasons sports guests. So some of the people you hear on five on the floor, three yards per carry, five rings, canes, balls, cast, light skin opinions. They will be on that show that will make it different from all the other radio shows in South Florida. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reason sports network. Most of them are local, as you know, including our friend Louis Peters over at state farm. This is an agency representing the number one auto and home insurer in the entire United States, more than 60 years of combined experience in the insurance industry. These are local agents that understand South Florida's unique market access 24 seven on the website, louispeters.com. That's L U I S peters.com or you can call in at 305-275-5585 305-275-5585 they've also got an office on southwest 117th avenue in miami personalized service tailored to every customer no cookie cutter solutions and our friend mr peters is one of the biggest dolphins and heat fans that you will ever find so if you want to talk sports with him while you're negotiating i don't know finding life insurance finding homeowners insurance whatever it is you need car insurance he will help you take care of it. And of course, he's backed by State Farm, which is one of the most reputable uh, players in that entire business. So check out louispeters.com, L-U-I-S-P-E-T-E-R-S.com. And now, today's episode. 
All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. This is a streamlined episode. No Alex, no Greg, nobody else but me and Alphonse Sydney. We haven't done one of these together, just the two of us in quite a long time. And we are not going to do another of those player episodes, the free agent trade episodes, the transaction episodes today. We are churning out plenty of those, a lot of them based on Brady's article. So check out uh, the DeRozan article we did, uh, excuse me, the DeRozan, DeRozan episode we did, the Josh Richardson episode we did. Uh, we're going to be doing a Bradley Beal episode. We will get into pretty much anybody that you've heard associated with the Heat in any way. We did an Oladipo episode, myself and Alex. They will be there on our feeds. But tonight, we're going to look back a little bit. Um, as we record this, it may not be when you hear it, but as we record this, we're now a little over a week um, away from the NBA Finals ending. And I think it's enough time for us to look back and put into perspective what the Miami Heat accomplished. You know, you've got Goran Dragic is already back in Slovenia. Jimmy Butler is on a boat somewhere in Miami before he takes off. Uh, there have been no exit interviews as we record this episode. I'm a little bit surprised. I think we will get those Zoom exit interviews. Um, hopefully with Pat Riley will be among them. I'm sure Eric Spolstra and some of the players, they have not done those yet. But Alf, I, I, I want to look back and I want to put this in perspective. And, and what we really want to do today is two things. One, what this run meant to people. And we're just going to play off one tweet that I posted from Five Reasons Sports that got more than 5,000 likes, hundreds of retweets. And it's not because it was a brilliant tweet on my part, but it's because of the way people reacted to what the Heat did. And then at the end, we're going to try to come up with the three most significant things that happened during the bubble run. And it's going to be hard to narrow to three. So let's start here. I'm going to read the tweet, um, Alf. And, you know, again, I posted this right after they lost. And emotions were still really raw. You were already on the, uh, the post-game stream on our YouTube channel. And all I posted was very simply, for a lot of people, the Miami Heat were about the only good thing about 2020. Yep. It got 4,300 likes. 930 retweets and 66 replies. That's the kind of ratio that means it related to people. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the kind that they're responding in anger. Um, and I want to go through some of these with you and, th and then maybe you can pull some of these up yourself. Uh, this one came in from Nino's eight. This is the realest shit. My city is still in lockdown, still can't even do shit. Heat bubble journey is one thing that's kind of kept life somewhat normal. Whole season has been a ride. This is from Brian, B-U-R-Y-A-N, VFX. It's crazy but true. So proud of this group of misfits. Can't wait for next year. This is, and here's the other thing, Alf. The people who responded to this, it wasn't one race, one ethnicity, one age group, or even one gender. Um, a lot of these responses came from women. Um, this one came in from Mrs. Laura A317. Watching games with my son was definitely a highlight of 2020. What an incredible season. Yeah. Um, do you have a few there that kind of jump out to you? Um, it's just overall, you know, like I'm looking at them right now and it's like, true, true. This is, it looks like a <laughs> middle-aged woman. I'm not trying to, you know, pigeonhole anybody, but such a fun distraction. Uh, these, this team will go down in heat history. Uh, they kept me going this year. Um, top three of 2020 for sure. And these are all, like you said, all different kinds of people. And what I see is when I look at this is just like, this has been um, a tough year, right? 
Mm-hmm. We talk about it a lot on Light Skin Opinions, and I think because of Five on the Floor and, and, the, and the nature of the show, we don't go into, you know, the psychology of what's happened in 2020. Uh, the, when you talk about COVID, when you talk about politics, when you talk about, you know, police brutality and social justice, there's just so much that's happened this year that literally has brought a pall over this year, right? There's a dark cloud hanging over everything that happens this year. And people are just at this point where I know I'm here, where you're so sick of it. You're so tired of it. Even when you go out and try to have a good time, there's a level of anxiety to every single thing you do. Like you want to go to the grocery store to get something to eat. Like, and there's a level of of anxiety. You order Uber Eats and you wonder like, you know, the guy touching the the styrofoam container your food is in. Do you need to wipe it down with a Clorox wipe? There's like an anxiety and there's a pall over everything you do, right? Mm -hmm. And then you sat there and you watched the NBA playoffs in this bubble. And you had this assurance that every day they came out, there's no positive test, no positive test the the your the players that you cared for the team that you cared for this thing that you're rooting for this thing that you're invested in it's clean it's safe and you can enjoy it without any sense of guilt and yes they still brought up social justice reform they still brought up black lives matter they brought up a lot of things that were important in the world but at the same day the once at the same time once the ball tipped off you got you were able to suspend all of your anxieties for 48 minutes, you know, on the floor, two, two and a half to three hours in real time and just get lost in something. And for people who live in South Florida, people in Miami, Dade and Broward County and Palm Beach and, you know, Heat fans everywhere, but especially down here where we became in the middle of this thing, we became the epicenter of COVID for not just the United States, for the world. Mm hmm. Right. We were sitting here where we were uh, basically our cases were growing by the day. We have a governor that um, no matter what your political beliefs are, what his practices and his 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 theories and what he put into in, in, into into place were antithetical to what was actually happening in the real world. And you're looking at all this stuff. And then for three hours every other day, Ethan. Every other day, it wasn't like the regular NBA season. It's not like um, baseball where, uh, you, you know, a lot of people, it's boring. A lot of people don't like it. It's not like NFL where you got to wait a week to watch the Dolphins or the Miami Hurricanes play. This was every other day. There was something to believe in and something to get behind. And I could feel it as a Heat fan and as a resident of South Florida and as a citizen of the United States and what was going on right now, it was really something special to get behind. And I understand why, why there people will never forget this team. No, they're never going to forget the 40 point triple doubles from Jimmy Butler. Like they're never going to forget Bam Adebayo's block in the Eastern conference finals, because literally there were days where it was all you had to look forward to. And you're totally right about all of the general stuff and the NBA and the no positive tests and the break from reality. But the more important point is this particular team and the way that they competed, right? Because they made the basketball important. 
the yep. way that they went out there every night and gave you effort. And even in that last game where they ran out of gas, it's not because they weren't trying. They just had nothing left. Like, the, you know, that story of leaving it all out on the floor, there is no better example of that in local sports history than game five of that NBA finals. Like Jimmy Butler and that team had nothing left. It was gone. It, it As soon as that game five was over, they were spent. You could tell from the very beginning of game six, there was nothing left, even inserting Goran Dragic and even what he embodied, right? Like how important this was to all of them. Like it became important to Heat fans, even though you didn't have the kind of visceral experience of getting to watch them up close, right? Like most championship runs or long playoff runs are defined by, wow, I got tickets to game three of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? I got to see that comeback or, you know, in the best case scenario, you know, I'm not saying me, I'm saying fans in general. I, as fan, got to be there when Ray Allen made that shot. I got to experience that with 20,000 other people. You literally could not experience it with any other people except the people in your house. Yes, (laughs) it felt like 2020 though, even. Right, you were totally social distance from everybody, but you were connected through this team. And I think that's why this is in, in many ways, the most significant team in heat history. It's, it's the best embodiment of what they tried to create, which was this team that just cared so much about their, their craft, each other and their city and their city. And for some of them, players who had not been in this city that long. I mean, Tyler Hero just got here. Duncan Robinson, relatively speaking. Duncan Robinson, I remember. Were you there when we went to the lo- the lottery party at Tap 42 in Midtown Miami? Did you make – I don't think you made I that wasn't one. there, but okay, I Okay, but we, we were at the lottery party in Tap 42 a year and a half ago, and there was Duncan just sitting with a buddy, nobody bothering him outside. We tried to get him to come inside to hang out with us. He wouldn't. But, like, liter- literally, like, the- these are guys who just got here. Like, Jay Crowder actually has been here a little longer because he owned a place down here before he came. But many of these guys, like they didn't have, Jay didn't have a connection with the fans. I mean, he was here for like a month before COVID shut down. And yet they, you saw Jay's tweet and how much he says they felt, they felt the fans through social media. And that's what made this different. If you had a bubble situation like this pre Twitter, yeah. They wouldn't have felt that connection. What were they going to do? Send emails, post on message boards, <laughs> right? Uh, postcards. Postcards, right. But now you had it right there on social media and the players felt it and the players had nothing else to do but scroll through social media and see the way that people were reacting to them. Well, and, I, and I just think it's a totally unique. We'll never see it again, even if there are bubbles next year, which there could be. I just don't think we'll ever see a team that connects with a city when they're out of a city for that long and that it means so much to them. And this is why, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to be one of the, you know, top three most popular players in heat history off one run off, off one run. Um, You know, the one thing that you stated that is, that I think is so different about this season. Um, Okay. So you said you saw the Ray Allen shot with 20,000 other people. Mm Mm-hmm. The rest of the people that enjoyed that Ray Allen shot were at home and they were banging their pots and pans on Bird Road. That 20,000 people has always felt like a select few. Mm -hmm. There has, there's no diff. There was no difference in this playoff run between the people in the doers lounge, the people in the 100 level, the people that left their arena early, 
and the people sitting up in you know the the 400 level and the people that couldn't even afford the 400 level mm-hmm. this playoff run was enjoyed equally among all those people and i think that's one of the things that a lot of people appreciated about us at five reason sports and like you know miami heat beat and locked on at locked on heat we there was only one way for everyone to experience this mm-hmm. it was through television there was no difference between you know the hedge fund manager with a high rise in you know in downtown miami that shows up in the second quarter because he lives across the street and you know the the fan in you know Hialeah or Pompano that just watches the Heat you know on the edge of their couch you know eighty two games a year. So no one doubt. thing that was really cool about this for me was everybody was in this like COVID. COVID has been like the great equalizer, and when it, it it really has been the great equalizer of NBA fandom. None of us are better than Jack Nicholson experienced the Lakers championship the mm-hmm. same way that a kid in Compton did. And that was like, when you think about it on that level, it's a very connecting thing and it's really cool. And I think a lot of people are coming down from that high right now. And it's like, there's a reality setting back in like, oh man, we're still fucked. I mean, I'm sorry, we're still yeah. fucked. Like it, the scenario is still the same, but it was a really nice, nice escape. And we were all there together at the same time. Yeah, you make a great point, and I've made the point when it comes to five reasons, and I don't want to focus too much on us, but I do appreciate, you know, a lot of the comments that came in in response to that tweet, you know, thanking us and, and you for what you did on the on the uh, YouTube feed and, and giving everybody an outlet. I mean, we had 130,000 views of Game 6 uh, of our streams, um, 130,000 views. And, and I think in the same way that you're talking about kind of flattening things, right, where everybody is equal – COVID, I've told people, as horrible as it is, and again, I got it, but I was lucky. I was essentially asymptomatic. I didn't, as far as I know, I didn't give it to anybody else uh, that I knew, and particularly, uh, obviously, those I love. But COVID, in a lot of ways, propelled us in five reasons. I, you know, a lot of the things that I thought were going to happen in the business in three to five years, which is, you know, I look, I've been in newspapers, I've been at mainstream radio stations, I hosted Afternoon Drive on the biggest station in town. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, I was I'm not, there with you for a little bit. You were absolutely, <laughs> absolutely for a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it, it's not like I don't appreciate those things and it's not like I I've wanted them to go away, but look, they're going away. I mean, it, it's happening. And, and I, I felt that that contraction would essentially occur over the next three to five year period. But I think what's happened is COVID flattened things to a year or two now. And, and one of the things it did just one example here, and then we'll get back to the heat is the zoom calls, right? So, you know, typically, you know, if you're working for a major outlet, it's mainstream outlet, you get more access. Okay. I got more access when I was working, you know, as a columnist for the sun Sentinel or the Miami Herald or bleacher report, et cetera, or seven ninety the ticket. I was, I was, you know, the main host in the afternoons, but like, um, now the access was kind of equalized. Like, you know, we were allowed on the zoom calls with everybody else. Alex was on pretty much all the zoom calls. Brady was listening to the zoom calls and you know, they were only really allowing one question per reporter. So it's so wait, so wait, so wait, uh, a certain someone didn't get to hog the first five minutes of media availability or is that what you're trying to say? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the question might've been six parts, so it's, it's possible it made it to five minutes, but, but there was only, <laughs> there was only one bite at the apple, right? 
for everybody pretty much. And so it leveled the playing field in that regard. And, and to be honest, not just happened with the heat, but we're on the dolphins calls. We're on the inner Miami calls. We're on the Marlins calls. We're on the Panther calls. We're on the hurricanes calls. And so, and we're treated equally with everybody else there. And so, you know, and I, you know, we have more people than everybody else. We have more people, more contributors than all the other outlets combined. And so for us, <laughs> excuse me, this um, accelerated our growth in a lot of ways, because, you know, I, you know it, it wasn't the special favors that typically go, go on. You didn't have a special on the side access. Again, I'm not saying I'm against all that. I was bene I benefited from it for more than 20 years. But for our group that had not, you know, had that experience before, I was able to get some of our contributors who had never really interacted with, <coughs> excuse me, with athletes, you know, on these particular calls. And so it, it did accelerate things for us. And I think, um, I think it's, it's put us in a much better position as we come out of this. And I don't know that for the mainstream outlets, things are going to be the same. I don't know that the newspapers are going to decide it's worthwhile to continue to send writers on the road when you don't know when you're going to be in locker rooms again. Um, and you've just figured out how much cheaper it is you can do with your reporter sitting on his couch doing it on Zoom. And so I, I, I think that things have changed permanently, and I think we benefited from it. But I also think you're right. I think fans benefited from it in a lot of different ways. I do think it leveled things and sports is the one place Alf that everybody should be the same as a fan. There, there shouldn't be special privileges for certain fans, but we know there are, I mean, if you can spend more money, you can get the, the great seats at American airlines arena and you can show up in the third quarter if you want. Whereas, you know, the average person would die to have those seats and would be there at the very beginning, but that's just not the way it works. And particularly at that arena, you know, with kind of Miami socioeconomic structure. So I, I think it did work out in a lot of ways for a lot of different people. I'm going to, we're going to pivot here a little bit. Um, I want to get to a couple of our sponsors. We're going to actually save, because I want to get to more of these tweets. And I think we're on kind of a roll here reminiscing about this. We're going to save the biggest things that happened in the bubble for a part two episode. Um, when we come back, we're going to get into more of these tweets and, and kind of play off of that. Before we do though, I want to tell you about another of the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. This is somebody who's been a season ticker ticket holder for a very long time. It's our friend, Eric Brown. He is the official realtor of Five Reasons Sports, so much so that his website is fivereasonsrealtor.com. Miami Heat culture during this run once again proved to the world and maybe even to ESPN, but probably not, that discipline, preparation, full-time maximum effort, and perseverance are the pillars of success. When you hire our friend Eric Brown at fivereasonsrealtor.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You've been gazed a professional who admires and embraces these principles with several years of experience representing clients that include celebrities, executives, and professional athletes, as well as first-time home buyers uniquely combined with a business school education and a mindset like that defining heat culture. Eric Brown provides an unmatched level of service. So if you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida or just want to know what your property is worth, contact Eric at 305 305- Nine six seven nine zero eight nine. That's three zero five nine six seven nine zero eight nine. Or go to fivereasonsrealtor.com. If he can't help you, he'll recommend someone who can. So find out how this specialized professional business approach provides real value for you. That's Eric Brown at fivereasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, let's bring it back. And Alf, I want to go through some more of these because um, you know, not just the ones that said, yup, 100% or thanked us for coverage or, or you know, that. I like but, those the best. Well, I know really. you do. And, I, and especially <laughs> the ones that mention you. But let, let me go yeah. through some of the others. I'll start with the replies and we'll get to some of the quote tweets. Um, this one came in from Pod0420. Exact situation for me, LMAO. Hasn't been much else to get me happy and excited this year really going to miss basketball for the next couple of months. Um, this one comes in from Logan underscore Feltner. I will never forget this season ever. Um, and this one, I, you know, th- this, this hits on what you're saying. This comes from at bear fan three, three, three. It's truly been a pleasure to be a part of. Yep. Th- that's the connection. I, I don't know that every heat team, even the great heat teams made that connection. Uh, people felt this was their team. This was them on the floor. You know, that that made it different. This is, you know, you're sitting here, let's say you're 18 to 25 and you've been preached about heat culture over and over and over and over again. Right. And you're finally seeing the complete embodiment. You went through the big three years and you loved it, but that wasn't the embodiment of heat culture. No, you literally, and then you walk, you, you spent time with Hassan Whiteside and Dion Waiters <laughs> and, and, and you, you saw what heat culture did for them, but did they give back to heat culture? That's, that's one of the greatest things about this heat team. They didn't just take from heat culture and write an article like Dion Waiters did and never give back to it. This heat team feels like they feed from heat culture and they feed into heat culture and you you're seeing like it's one of those it's it's almost like if you ever, and now I went from 20, 18 to 25 to our age range like if you've ever watched Rocky mm-hmm. he loses at the end spoiler mm-hmm. alert 
But what he gains from it is so much more important. And I don't mean to be super sentimental and all that crap, but when you look at the way the entire league has looked at Miami over the course of the playoffs, and now you see things where the, the, the reporters are saying Victor Oladipo's interest in the Miami Heat is more than the Miami Heat's interest in Victor Oladipo, right? Something that we uh, you reported months ago. But anyway, that's a whole oh, other story. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> it, it just show it just goes to show you like what this team did is 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 it will live forever. It really will. I almost look at it, and I don't know if this is a homer in me, but I think what the Heat did tonight, and it's it really reminds me of Rocky when I think about it. It was more important than what the Lakers did. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you people try to connect this thing to Kobe. It doesn't really like it's so it's such a weird like false like a false connection. Like if Paul Gasol was somehow on this team in a in a Udonis Haslam role, then maybe. But like what what the what the Lakers did feels so manufactured and 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 you know, on, on, like it just doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like what the Heat did will resonate with this community for so much longer than this Lakers championship. Like, and it sounds weird to say that a a finals loss will resonate longer than a championship win, but I really do feel that way. And I hope I don't get aggregated like Brass Jazz did on the Miami Heat beat um, podcast <laughs> for his rant against LeBron, because I'm not I, ranting I like on that. LeBron, even that's though... the best thing that's been on Miami Heat beat months. I, I, I too did. But you're right. I mean, look, part of it is that everything with LeBron, unfortunately, as much as I, you know, I appreciate him as, you know, a genuine person in my personal relationship with him that I developed. Disingenuous. That's, that's the word I was looking for. The, the, the whole entire run. Yeah. His antics, this, 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 uh, basically this theat- the theatrics and it was manufactured. Yeah, it, it manu- just didn't feel it real was, at all. It was like a no, clu- it, was, it was a clutch production of a right. of an NBA championship. Well, yeah, it was the it was the lead in to uh, to Space Jam. Basically, it is is what it was, and and in a lot of ways, you know, that was the point, right? Like, I mean, he went to Los Angeles in part. I remember talking to Winhorse about this. He and I don't want to go too far on LeBron here, but I, I remember talking to Winhorse about it. And Space Jam was like his next championship. Like doing Space Jam Two was huge to him, and I'm, I'm not diminishing that. I mean, doing that, it, it's an iconic thing that Jordan did. He wanted to do it. He wanted to be in Los Angeles to do it. And in a lot of ways, like this championship is a way. You know, and it, well, the crazy thing is, who knows if we'll be in movie theaters again all over the country? You know, if AMC is going to be broke, you know, by the time that uh, Space Jam, you know, actually drops. But a lot of this was just to promote that. Like, every, like you're right, everything felt like a theatrical production by Rich Paul. And it doesn't mean that LeBron didn't do his part or that LeBron isn't still great. He still had to win these a, games. It, right, he's got to win the games, absolutely. But, but you're right, it, it doesn't, they just felt, <coughs> excuse me, like another Laker team. Like, they'll never be, that team will never be considered one of the all-time great Laker teams. That, no. that team that they just put together. And, and even I, I even saw people kind of ranking LeBron's championship teams, and most had that team fourth, um, which is which is where they belong. I actually I, the 2012-2013 is the best LeBron team, but that that one is fourth. I mean, I, I believe, and and that's not diminishing it. They're still champions, but I, I don't know. And they, it doesn't deserve an asterisk. I, I've continually said that it was an incredible accomplishment to just get through that thing in the bubble to the end, let alone win it. But you're right; it doesn't have that kind of fresh feel. But that, look, but look at that, that Ethan. You're you're saying that it, that's the lowest ranked LeBron championship. 
there are Heat fans out there that will put this season over championship yes. seasons. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So that's what I'm saying. When this when this season will resonate, where where that Lakers championship resonates in the annals of uh, Lakers championships, it's it's it might be in the double digits. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, that's in part. Look, in part, that's a credit to the Lakers history. Okay, that that this one is not going to rank as high as some others. So I, again, I don't want to diminish it. It's it's a tremendous accomplishment, but it doesn't. It, it's not going to have that lasting. It's not going to be the title that I think everybody talks about. You know, in in many many years. I mean, not like some of the the '80s titles with Magic. Obviously, Kobe's titles now resonate more because of what happened with him. Um, obviously the Shaq's Shaq's first title is significant. I mean, there are many, many titles that the Lakers have had and that's Kobe Kobe never felt like an act. No, no. Shaq never felt like an act. Uh, Okay. I I, I, I think there's been a little bit, and I don't want to admit it. There's been a little bit of revisionist history on Kobe. A romanticism of his, but I don't feel like Kobe's passion for winning ever was an act. No, his passion for winning wasn't. Now him, 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 some of the work ethic stuff. Him mimicking Michael Jordan on his way of doing was you know, to do or, it. Yeah. Or, or or also again, you know, spending 45 minutes shooting on the court at American Airlines Arena after losing to the Heat because and he waited until the cameras got there until he did it. I, I'm not that's something LeBron would do, okay? Yeah. Um, I, so I, Kobe was great. I don't want to diminish uh him in any way, okay? But there has been a little bit of romanticism after the fact. Uh, that plays into. All right, we're going to get to the tweets here after this. I promise. Okay, Th- this episode's gone a little bit longer, but I, I think it's been worth it. Um, unless you're a manual labor or high level athlete, you're likely to have back pain more than others because you're not lifting enough weights. So it's not about lifting too much weight. It's about not lifting enough. Many back injuries occur because of deconditioning or for cro- or chronic sitting. There is some in our network that this applies to. One of the most effective ways to help heal and prevent back pain is by increasing core and back strength by lifting weights. If you want guidance on a weightlifting or core strengthening program, the folks over at Keystone Chiropractic can put together a plan for you through a free consultation and a telehealth visit. Just mention five reasons when you reach out to chiropractickeystone.com. Or you can also follow on Instagram at Keystone Neuro, that's N-E-U-R-O, or at our friend, Dr. Jonathan Chung, one of the best friends of the network. Make sure you check him out on Twitter or on Instagram. Again, it's chiropractickeystone.com. All right, let's get to the tweets here before we close. I want to get to a few others. Um, I really like this one. This one came in from Lori UK Bay, someone from across the pond, Okay. Heard this said on the Five on the Floor post-game podcast, which we appreciate, and it, it felt poignant. Something to celebrate, rally around, discuss with socially distanced friends and family. Um, this one, too. Uh, this came in from our friend Julio Heat F1, who's a big supporter of the network. They were a light in a dark year full of misery. And then he, th- he thanked the Miami Heat for being a source of joy. He also thanked us, all of us, actually. He mentioned uh, myself, Alex, Greg, you, and Brady, and the rest. Keep potting, please. Yep. Um, this one comes in. Well, from- Ethan, before you go, that, that, one of the funniest things to me was how many people are like, guys, I know the season's over, but please don't stop. Right. It's like, I know the season's over, but we kind of need this. And that... That was it. Literally, I've been trying to figure out what to do with the post game sh- show because so many people have loved it, and 
I know we're going to continue the pod, but people love the post game show with mm-hmm. Tiffany and Royal and Brady and all these different personalities. I'm like, what can I do? So we're trying. Before you go, on, I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out a concept uh, that maybe we can do weekly that'll kind of revisit some of that feeling, some of that, uh, some of that genuine joy that we had doing that show. So for the people that really love the post game stream, I'm trying to figure something out. I'm just busy as hell and I'm kind of tired. <laughs> well, I, be- I, I, th- I think I think we all are. But I mean, you mentioned yep. Tiffany and Royal. I mean, those were two people we added during the run. Yeah. Um, so so they weren't even familiar. Tiffany Meeks and Royal Shepherd weren't even familiar to most of our listeners or viewers. We added them during the run and they became staples of the postgame show. And actually, we will bring Royal and Tiffany and others and Brady on here more often as we go forward in the offseason so we can introduce them to a new audience. But uh, yeah, I mean, we should definitely do something. And we're going to continue to do Floors Yours every Thursday night. I mean, the core of that is going to be you, me, Alex, and Greg still. But I, I do think that we can bring on um, others. Uh, this one comes in from at almighty underscore red. Nothing to be ashamed or mad about. Uh, that was a common sentiment, too. Like, usually after you lose, particularly after the way they lost game six, there would be people angry. Everybody was not angry 10 minutes after it. Nothing to be ashamed or mad about. We have... Uh, I'll say this. I won't cur- we curse enough in this episode. Bleeping amazing season and every fan should be excited about the future and thank the heat. They exceeded even hardcore fan expectations uh, this season. Um, then we got one jerk off uh, who goes by uh, the handle Cleveland's King and he had he, he with a down a thumb and no love. I like this one at uh, right since 86. Mm-hmm. Um, legitimately true. And this is this is one that hit me. Started off the year losing my home to a fire, then the pandemic. We lost so many important people as our lives were cut too short, lost friends, and have friends facing unfortunate health issues. Thank you, Miami. Thank you, Miami Heat, for the ride. It was a special one. Like, come on, man. (laughs) Like, it doesn't get like it doesn't get more poignant than that. Like, you got it, you have somebody who's lost a home, friends, family. And the thing that they looked at, had to look forward to every other night around eight thirty, nine o'clock was a Miami Heat game. And it just meant the world to them. And that that was one of the things, Ethan, when, when you and I discussed uh, them even doing the bubble, mm-hmm. through all the social justice issues. And we both, uh, you know, I think even me and you argued a little bit about the yep. Kyrie thing. Uh, I, we both came from different places. And I but I think we all both kind of realized one thing was that it would be good for a lot of people if mm-hmm. they if they went ahead with this season. And it was almost an unfair burden to put upon these guys. You know, it shouldn't be on them to give people hope. It should be on, you know, our leadership. But that's a different podcast. Listen to Light Skin Opinions for that one. <laughs> um, but the fact that... <laughs> I voted today, so I will. <laughs> but yeah, like... We, we argued, I mean, you and I had disagreements about this mm-hmm. and, but we both came to the realization at one point that this was going to, like, people needed this. And that tweet right there kind of puts it in a summation. Like, yeah, there's people going through a lot of shit. And the fact that they had something to look forward to was important to a lot of folks. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I mean, this one too, from at baby three goat for sure. There were so many times I had a bad day, but I looked forward to watching heat basketball that day. This dream team was truly special and my favorite heat team ever. And then a photo of all of them. And that, again, that's just the replies I haven't gotten. Okay. I mean, literally like we could do this all night. I that's, that's some of the 60 replies. 
There are 20, there are 99 quote tweets. Okay. I was going through quote tweets actually. Okay. So, so I mean, this one, I mean, uh, people are quote tweeting at this hit different. Somebody else tweets. And again, this is response to the tweet for a lot of people. The Miami heat were the only good thing about 2020. This one pretty fucking much. Um, yeah. This one, uh, you know, from uh, AEP real, she tweets yup with 10 P's. Why must all good things come to an end with the crying emoji? Um, this one comes in. A couple of people said this and they're right. I'd add the Miami Marlins to the list. I, I think for a lot of people, there was joy there. It's a different kind. I mean, they were even more unexpected. They didn't go as far. Um, I don't know if it was quite the communal experience because they don't have the same following as the Heat, but for a lot of people that mattered. Um, you know, this is uh, this one comes in from our friend uh, Mad Genius Val, who, who follows all of our stuff here. Uh, thankfully, not the only one, but definitely the consistently good thing. As a fan, I'm happy. Someone else, uh, this comes from Justin Harris um, underscore, the only, in capital letters, the only fucking good thing, period. Another one, literally. Um, another one, this comes in from Romy Dahomey underscore, who has also followed a lot of our stuff. I know for me they were, this year has been brutal, capital letters for me, and they made my soul smile all year. Um, this one comes in from Carolina10. Uh, true, true, such a fun distraction. This one from Super Haunted. 2020 Miami Heat will go down in basketball history. This shit was unreal. And then this one tweets, uh, miss, this is Mr. Underscore Top Rank. He tweets at Miami Heat above you know, our tweet. Don't us underestimate y'all's impact. Heads high with a fist. Heat Twitter, Heat Nation. Ben Ramos, 23. The Heat kept me going this year. Uh, Jeffrey, 2995. Facts with a heart. This comes in from Monster, two, three R's, Nicole. Top three of 2020 for sure. Rye Caldwell, 14. Felt this in my core. Um, at underscore Kevin ASP, three. The only thing. Well, Ethan, and I think we can kind of, you know, we, we've gone longer than we wanted to, but I think this has been important. I think there's a lot of important messages in the episode we've done. But what I want to point out, Oscar, at, Oscar, at underscore Oscar Rito 08, because... His story is one that touched both you and I. Um, he, and this is our second uh, person that we've known in South Carolina to yep. lose their house in a fire, which is yep. which is crazy uh, because it happened in Nakia's Duncan. And, you know, you and I did, we we worked really hard on the GoFundMe to raise a lot of money. I think we raised over $17,000. Myers Leonard was a mm -hmm. big part of that for us. Um, Oscar lost his house in the fire in South Carolina and the Miami heat went above and beyond. I mean, they gave, they basically outfitted him <laughs> like all his clothes could have burned the ground. He has enough heat gear to last him the rest of his life. Um, and he has been such a big supporter of five reasons sports, such a big supporter of the Miami heat all year. And he tweeted for me and uh, like this one hit me different than the rest of them. For me, this year has been colon one, my girlfriend, because his girlfriend as I've watched Oscar uh, go through all this on Instagram, on Twitter, and he's always had this really upbeat attitude going through a lot of shit. So for him, he said, one, has been his girlfriend this year, and two, has been the Miami Heat, and that's it. The toughest year of my life, saved by those two things in that order. So thankful. Like, that's, I mean, mm -hmm. that's huge. And he just went out and bought six of our shirts the other day. So, Oscar, you're not buying the next two, all right? And you're certainly yeah. not buying them without a code. Uh, we're going we're gonna to send you two. So pick out two from our site. 
that you want, we'll send them to you. And, and just and I'll close this with this for me personally. We have so many others we could have read. Uh, but for me personally, and a lot of the heat saved this network. They yep. saved this network because, you know, we entered COVID. I didn't know if I could sustain this. You know, we didn't really have any sponsors coming aboard. You hear now how on every episode we've got three, four. I don't like to go above four sponsors on an app. We appreciate all of them, including the ones on here, louispeters.com, fivereasonsrealtor.com, and our friend uh, Jonathan Chung, who's gone through his own difficulty. Um, if you followed his story on Twitter, um, his wife, Tron, uh, he, he came to a couple of our watch parties. He's been a huge supporter of the network. And she had a, she had a stroke. Um, she was in the hospital for quite a while. She's home now. And I'm, I feel okay sharing it because he's been sharing it, not just on Facebook, but also on Twitter. Um, he's been such a supporter of ours that he reached out to support one of our writers, Josh Houts, and, and support his work on, on our website. And uh, he's still following the heat. He's still been involved with all this stuff. And everybody's been affected by something this year, you know? And, and I think for, for us as a network, uh, the heat propelled us. I mean, we went from 2,500 subscribers at the most on YouTube to now we're at 8,000. That was all that run. <laughs> it yeah. was all that run. And, you know, now we're, we're generating 6,000 plus downloads per episode on five on the floor. And we came back from COVID. We were at 2,500 to 3,000. So we've more than doubled and it's every episode because people cared about this team. They cared and not just because they were good, like I said, but because of the way that they cared. And so we appreciate them. I know I'm not supposed to root in this business, but uh, the Heat have been very good to me um, over the over the last 25 years. I have relationships there that go back a quarter century. They all welcomed me back in a variety of different ways, and they've all helped us, and, and we appreciate it. So we, we wanted to do this episode. We will do another episode where we'll get into the biggest things that happen on the bu- in the bubble from a basketball perspective. But I had a feeling this one would go a little long. So thanks again to our sponsors, louispeters.com, Keystone Chiropractic. Um, make sure, again, you reach out to John Chung. Not only is he a great person, but he's, he's one of the best in the business in terms of uh, helping you if you have any kind of back trouble or neurological trouble, any, any of that kind of stuff, you can reach out to him. Uh, FiveReasonsRealtor.com, LouisPeters.com, KeystoneChiropractic.com. Uh, we'll be back with more basketball stuff soon.